Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Hey, great to be with everybody this morning. We're excited uh, for the opportunity and again, honored, honored. We want to talk about this subject of being kind. And we've been in Romans chapter 12. We've been looking at an outline for a Christian life or for your life, for my life, for Stephanie's life. And we've been looking at chapter 12 for two weeks. And we probably have another week in it, to be honest with you. But it's so important that we understand what God has for us, that uh, what a Christian life looks like so often uh, we get saved and we never realize what God's expectations are for us. And the reason for that is a couple where it's discipleship. It's uh, the responsibility of a church to bring us to a new place. And and honestly, some pastors are very good at discipleship and uh, some pastors don't have enough people helping them with discipleship. Some pastors kind of forget about discipleship, but we have a responsibility individually, I believe, to uh, disciple as well, to be studying God's word, to be in devotions, to be uh, using those books and checking things out of our church libraries and uh, learning everything we can. We we need to look more like God. That's what this life is all about, is every day trying to look a little bit more like God, every single day trying to get closer to God. We, we had just read that portion when we were talking about uh, that we, we abhorred that which was evil, and we talked about how love had to be real. It was without hypocrisy. Uh, we talked about how we had to hold on to that which was good, not let it go. Hold on to our marriages, hold on to our families, hold on to our relationships, hold on to our uh, passions and cares and uh, our, our, you know, each other in a way that only God, every day we need to work on doing something better than we did it the day before. And uh, we talked about having to look out for each other and uh, looking out for our spouses, our families, our friends, our churches. And and, uh, and and this is what God's talking about. We get to this place where we, we're taught to be kind. And, and folks, can I tell you something? I like kind people. I Man, when I run into kind people, I feel pretty good about that. When I run into kind people, I, I lead them and say, man, I am so glad that I ran into so-and-so. I'm with Stephanie Wesco today, as always, and Stephanie's a kind person. Good morning to you, Stephanie. Good morning. And uh, we're looking at this verse, Romans 12, 10. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love, in honor preferring one another. And as we look at that verse, as we talk about it, there's so much that that verse has to say. It says that as Christians, we don't leave each other out in the cold. As Christians, we, we honor and prefer one another. We, we, we want to be with other Christians. We want to be with our family. We want to be with our wives. We want to be with our husbands. And, and let me say while I'm here that as I'm talking to you about that, listen, if, if the spark's gone, get another book of matches, man. Come on. We, we have a responsibility to get our life going. And, and to be in the right place and to be affection, to be showing that brotherly love and, and then an honor preferring one another to prefer one another. I, I want to prefer one another. I, I want to hang out. And it doesn't mean we shut off people who are not born again Christians. It means we prefer the Christians because we can sharpen each other up. Iron sharpeneth iron. We can help each other. We can disciple each other. We can go to a better place. And, and we've got a responsibility to, if our families 
aren't there with the Lord to bring them there to kindly and gently nudge them along to uh, grab them, take them to church with us, uh, to do those different things. We have that responsibility. We have that inerrant uh, order or uh, command. This is God's command on things we should do. Uh, as much as anything, we should have good manners too. We, we, we should have great manners. We should be those types of people that uh, are always kind to one another, that remembers to thank somebody. Even in our most hard times, even in our most trying trials, we need to remember to be kind to one another, to, to have those good manners, to be showing those types of things, to be showing that, that God's love is within us, that we don't have to be animals. We don't have to treat each other like dirt. We're, um, we're a different cut. We're, uh, we've been saved by Christ. Uh, the Bible says that he, God loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son. And, and uh, so as we go through this and as we study this, I, I know we pass back and forth and do those things, but sometimes I kind of hog some of Stephanie's time as we go there. But, but be kind, Stephanie. When you look at that verse, be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love to honor, preferring one another. What comes to your mind? Well, I think, you know, um, again, that Jesus set the example for us. And I think he would have known how to show his brothers incredible brotherly love. Yeah. And, um, you know, when I think of him growing up, he was the oldest of a family where he had younger brothers and at least two younger sisters. And what's incredible to me about Jesus' life and testimony was we know beyond of a shadow of a doubt because he was God. He was perfect. He was the perfect older brother. He showed the perfect brotherly love. He showed the perfect way to prefer others above himself. And yet his siblings did not believe in him. Yeah. And some of his brothers wanted him to die. They wanted him to go to Jerusalem knowing that it would be, you know, lead to his um, being captured by the Pharisees and the Sanhedrin in that group. And, you know, Jesus was the perfect example, and yet he suffered. And, you know, being a perfect example, he still went through suffering. And um, I, I love that example because it's just like, um, it just reminds me that being like Jesus doesn't always mean life's going to look all peaches and roses. It's not going to be all pretty and glamorous and um and yet that's what again what living being a living sacrifice is about and um when I think of being kindly affectionate one toward another and brotherly love I got a time to laugh because um my sisters and I didn't always get along when we were all young and um we were all in one bedroom and there was times that my poor dad wait a minute how many sisters do you have so I have six younger sisters, and so there were seven of us in and one room. Praise God. Wow. Yeah. I don't want anyone to complain hey. who's listening about sharing a bedroom with their sister or brother. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it was good. You know, we learned a lot of wonderful, wonderful character qualities, and uh, now we have great memories we laugh about, including including even the times that were not funny at the time. Um, but they're, they're fun memories to, um, to laugh about. But, yeah, it's just that constantly. Um, I think it's interesting that, that the Lord uses the brother-sisters, brother if you will, 
relationship in that verse. And, you know, he could have used the husband-wife relationship. There's so many other relationships that would involve being kindly affectioned, but that's the brotherly love, that sibling relationship is the one that the Lord chose. And I know for in a certain aspect, it's because, you know, he was talking to us as the body of Christ and what we're supposed to be like towards one another as brothers and sisters in Christ. But obviously that's a family relationship. You know, that's supposed to be a family relationship model is that love that is willing to do something for someone else. That's, that's always there willing to sacrifice your time, willing to sacrifice your money, willing to sacrifice who you are, being willing to invest it in your brother, in your sister. And, um, Charles was a wonderful example of that. And I'm very thankful, um, very thankful for that example he set for his sons and, um, his little girls to see. And, um, I try to remind them at different times if they're struggling with, um, mommy's, mommy's guidelines of how to, you know, what to do for a younger, one of their younger buddies, um, and I'm seeing that develop in them in awesome ways where they're willing to do things for their siblings that, yeah, maybe means giving up something that's precious to them or putting time or giving them something out of their stash box and just seeing that develop in them. And, um, but I'm very thankful for that, for that model that Charles set of being a brother who did, he invested in his younger siblings spiritually, financially, um, physically making them food, teaching them how to do different things in the kitchen, helping them in school. Just he invested up himself. And um, I know when he got to heaven that there was treasures and rewards he had laid up in heaven because of all of the time that he gave of himself for them to see them become what God wanted them to be. And, um, you know, I just, he, he's just someone who comes to mind when I see that verse, because I remember, remember him talking. I remember watching him pour himself and, you know, pray and seek the Lord for his siblings. And so that just comes to mind. But I love the part about in honor, preferring one another. Yeah. That's what Jesus lived. He constantly lived his life, preferring others above himself. And, um, that yeah. there's just there's so much that's wrapped up in that oh, it's, phrase. It's it's so it's, deep. Wow. Yeah, there it's it's yeah. so deep. There's so much going on and you know what it starts though right away with be kind. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and I'll tell you friends, if you're listening to this uh podcast today and and, and you're sitting there, be kind. You know, if yeah. you if you can go back and look at something or if you shared a post on Facebook or if you did this and it wasn't kind, maybe you're not in the right place. And uh, mm. so Stephanie, what do you have to say about that? Being kind has uh, uh, how would you say to someone who's listening today? How do you be kind when the trials upon you, when you your husband's been shot and killed, you got eight kids going in eight different directions. You have people pulling you all over the place. And how do you stay kind? Through Jesus, who gives you the strength. And, you know, I think a lot of it is 
if you, you learn kindness when the times aren't rough, then it's not something that's unnatural when the times are tough. And um, yeah, I think being kind has to do with the fact that, again, we have a Savior who set the example for us. We have a Savior who, when he was being beaten, when he was being whipped, when he was being nailed to the cross, never uttered a word of unkindness, never uttered a word of complaint. Um, you know, I, and I totally agree with what you're saying um, in regards to social media. You know, if you're posting things on social media that are not kind, that are not uplifting, reevaluate whether or not it's something you should post because we're to be encouraging one another and we're supposed to be hope to one another. And if you're posting stuff that's to freak people out, or if you're posting stuff that, you know, is just, um, I, I, there's things I see that I'm like, what was that person thinking by posting that? Because there was really no good purpose by that post. It didn't make me laugh. It didn't make me smile. It kind of left me in depression. And, you know, just be careful the way you post is uplifting is, is kind. You know, we, it's very easy for us to critique people right now. And this is going to be a little soapbox, but it's easy for us to critique people during this coronavirus in whose shoes we are not walking. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, I have, I have family members who are sick. I know of people who are dying and we have no right to, to stand in judgment. We have no right to be critiquing and criticizing individuals in whose shoes we are not walking. We're commanded to pray. We're commanded to encourage. We're commanded to be hope. Yeah. But there's, you know, Jesus set the example of kindness and we never saw him criticizing other than the hypocrites, other than the Pharisees. And Jesus that, ministry and was, that was righteous, right. And that yes. was righteous indignation. Right. Yeah. Right. That was dealing with sin, but he was, Jesus was respectful. He was kind. He was compassionate. And, you know, he prayed, he spent hours in prayer. And that's something I'm challenged every day is that time that I'm maybe tempted to be discontent or why does life have to be this way? It's like all that energy, put that into praying, put that into seeking God, seeking him for wisdom for you, seeking God for wisdom for those who are in tough places right now, having to make tough decisions or dealing with circumstances that we cannot even begin to comprehend. And I think we as God's people have to set the guide. We are here to be the guide for everyone else because we're to be the, you know, we're supposed to be that light and the light is supposed to be the, you know, where people can follow. And if we're not a light in the darkness by being kind, by being compassionate, by being encouraging, we're missing the boat. And, um, yeah. that kind, you know, be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as Christ, you know, even as for, as God, for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. And showing that love of Christ, I think that's what kindness is all about. Yeah, yeah. Showing the love of Christ. I agree, and 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 you know, I think that's a very good point here. And and you know, as time is 
closing in on this podcast is the idea of being kind is it, it's not a new idea. It's uh, no. it's something that we've seen through Christ's love. It's we've we model what we see. If you want to see mean, ugly kids who aren't kind to each other, I'll show you mean, ugly parents who aren't kind to each other. And yeah. uh, we have a responsibility to follow God's leading in this area, uh, and also to be a leader in this area. And uh, we should be the first ones to be kind. We should be the first ones to step out. We should be the ones that uh, uh, that make an example. And you know, there, there's there's some good stuff here. Uh, when we do that, it talks about that it's honor to prefer one another, you know, in honor. It, it talks about with brotherly love in honor, preferring one another. And there's honor in preferring one another. There's honor in being kind. There's honor in uh, being kindly affection, showing affection to one another. And, and folks, let me tell you what it, you know, if you're not careful, God's going to make you a better person. If you're not careful, you're <laughs> Your, your your family, your spouses, your kids are going to like you a little bit better. If you're not careful, you're going you're gonna to start looking pretty cool if you do what God tells you to do. And friends, I'm not sure what your stressor is. I'm not sure what your trials are. I'm not sure what's hurting you. I'm not sure what, what's caused you to bring you to listen to this podcast today. But I know do know this. There's uh, eight, almost 8 billion people in this world, and every one of us can be kinder. And uh, we just, we do. We consider an honor. I know Stephanie does. I know I do. We consider it a great honor to be able to come to you uh, uh, every morning and talk to you about uh, uh, chapter 12 of the book of Romans this week and and how an outline for Christian life, how we should look, how we should act, uh, those those qualities that we should show, uh, getting a little bit closer to God. And listen, hold on to your family. Hold them real tight. Thank you, Stephanie, for reminding us that we all have friends and family that are ill with this virus right now, that we have people. And I um, actually, probably by the time you hear this podcast, uh, I'm going to come on the air with a podcast on Facebook Live uh, uh, with a nurse who's in, in the respiratory ICU is on the front line of this coronavirus on Monday morning sometime. So, uh, but that'll, you can go back and listen to that. It'll be played uh, long before you listen to this probably, but we're honored to be with you. We sure do love you folks. May God bless you. We'll talk with you real soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at Wounded Spirits dot com.